Welcome to the Sages Among Us. What makes a community great? Most importantly, it's the people who live and work there and are engaged in community life. The Sages Among Us focuses on those people, what they do and why they do it, and celebrates the leadership, time, and energy they bring to making a positive difference for all of us. Good evening and welcome to the Sages Among Us on KVMR. My name is Taylor Wolf, one of your hosts for The Sages Among Us, and tonight we are hosting a special edition of The Sages Among Us for our eighth anniversary show. We're celebrating by interviewing a few of our founders of The Sages Among Us, some of whom might be a familiar name. First, I'd like to welcome Brian, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing wonderfully, and thanks so much for putting this anniversary show together, Taylor. Yes, thanks for, for being willing to have the, the roles flipped and letting me interview you uh, for this special edition of the show. So first up, normally on Sages, uh, we have a little bit of background of our guests getting to know them. Um, but instead of me introducing you, I was hoping you could give our listeners a little bit of background on yourself um, and also uh, your involvement in the Sages and how it all began. Sure, I'd be happy to do that. Well, uh, I'm a California native, uh, born and raised in in this state, and uh, moved to Nevada County um, in 1991 after growing up in the Bay Area and Southern California and then working in the Central Valley and in Mendocino County. And so it kind of, you know, I-5's my driveway to a certain extent. And uh, but moved here in in 91, uh, as an educator, I have been a principal locally in several different schools, um, in Twin Ridges School District and in Grass Valley School District, um, and uh, retired um, way back in 2011. And that was actually at the beginning stages of the SAGES project. Uh, and that was something that I started while I was working. In fact, you know, the, the, the SAGES groups, they were divided into two, two groups. Um, those that were, uh, you know, over 55 were, were SAGE SAGES, and those that were younger than 55 were called uh, emerging SAGES. Um, and I, I transitioned <laughs> from emerging to SAGE SAGE uh, in, in, in the process. That's really great. So we're, we're celebrating our eighth anniversary show tonight on KVMR, but my understanding is uh, Sages started uh, a long before, maybe not too long before we started on KVMR itself. Uh, so how did Sages evolve from its beginnings to now? Well, it, it started out, I, I, I think it was a, a gleam in Gary Quayle's eye um, back in, in 2008. Uh, Gary Quayle is, uh, he used to be the president of a uni private university association um, and uh, and a former college professor uh, and college administrator. And he had moved to this area um, during the time that he was a consultant and was just amazed at, at the people in this area. He just met so many amazing people and uh, he'd, he'd never actually been a place like this in his life or, or career. And it very much intrigued him. 
And he was also working with a professor, another friend of his who was a professor. Um, and they were looking at a book called From Aging to Saging, as I recall. And it was a study of, of the historical role of sages in society and uh, what they were doing in pre-industrial times and what the role of uh, an elder was in post-industrial times. Um, and he was also acutely aware of the fact that there were um, you know, more nonprofits per capita in Nevada County than just about anywhere else in the world. So anyway, he gathered a group of, of 20 uh, civically engaged. I don't know if we used those words back then, but that's it added up to you know civic engagement. So 20 people in the community. And I had met Gary Pryor by uh, involvement on some nonprofit boards. And uh, so he asked 20 of us if we'd be interested in uh, doing this research project with him. And he had this idea of interviewing 100 people in the community, um, both emerging sage leaders and sage sage leaders, and you know comparing the differences and seeing what uh, commonalities there might be with uh, in terms of leadership and civic engagement. Once the book was published and there was a, a rollout event, there was a, a, a small group of people who had been involved since the beginning and uh, saying, well, where do we go from here? Where do we take this? And it was at uh, one of those meetings that the idea of uh, a radio show um, interviewing the people originally, you know, from the book and, and, and beyond um, came to light. And we actually took it, took the idea to KVMR. And uh, Ralph Henson was on the program committee uh, at the time, and he was kind of an insider that uh, helped champion the, the idea. But the, the station management was excited about the idea. Um, and so we did our first show in July of 2013, and we've been doing it ever since. Yeah. Eight years have gone by. It's, um, I'm sure, probably pretty incredible to have seen how sages have evolved over the years. Uh, why, why is it that you've kept involved with sages as we've added many hosts and things have transitioned? What's, what's kept you participating in this project over the last uh, eight plus years? I would say it's been incredibly rewarding on a personal, almost even transformative on a personal level for, for me. Um, and actually that's, that was what I was saying early on in, in the meetings, you know, that there was this idea of getting information from the interviews that would be useful as part of a research project. But, uh, what I, and I think virtually every interviewer felt was that having this opportunity to interview somebody, um, and sit down and ha ask deep questions and, listen and hear somebody's stories and thoughts about you know personal and important topics um was just an amazing experience i, I thought it was such a bridge building I, I i thought it would be a you know frankly a way to world peace i mean if you just look at it um and, and what we found as interviewers was that if we didn't know somebody um and we interviewed them it was like we saw them on the street, it was like seeing an old friend. And it just created this instant deep relationship. And if you knew somebody before you interviewed them, um, and then and you interviewed them, you realized you didn't really know them before the way the way you thought you did. It just 
put things on an entirely different level. And uh, I cannot look at anybody I've interviewed um, the same way again. And it's it's really inspirational and, and humbling and incredibly interesting. Well, Brian, thank you so much for being one of my guests tonight for this special edition of Sages Among Us. And more importantly, thank you for all the work you do to highlight the people who have made our community great over the years and keep the show, The Sages Among Us, running. We're going to be taking a short break, uh, but we'll be back with another one of our Sages Among Us founders in just a few minutes. Sages Among Us on KVMR. I'm Taylor Wolf, your host for a very special edition of the Sages Among Us for our eighth anniversary of the show. And we are now speaking with our second of three founding members we are with tonight of the Sages Among Us, Ralph Henson. So welcome, Ralph, to the show. Thanks for coming on with me. Hey, well, it's great to be here. You know, I've been involved with the Sages for eight years, and this is the first time I've been interviewed, Taylor. <laughs> you know, in in our, uh, some of our pre-interviews or Sage meetings, you know, we've been trying to get you on for a while, so it's an I know. <laughs> yeah, this was a trick. <laughs> uh, it was all a big scheme. So I'm starting out tonight letting you guys quickly just introduce yourselves, um, what your involvement is with the community. So what what are you up to these days and what has your experience been in in our Nevada County and city communities? Well, I, I've, you know, for the last year and a half, just like uh, most other people, I've been uh, hiding out at home mostly. Uh, however, um, I've been involved with KBMR now for uh, about, uh, boy, I lose track, about 13 years or so. So I took the broadcaster class back in 2007, 2008, began doing the crazy red-eye radio from midnight to 4 a.m., doing a blues show. Then I picked up a little show after that. Then I became the scheduler for the midnight to 4 a.m. shows. And um, that wasn't enough torture. I uh, decided to become even more involved with uh, especially KVMR programming. So I was selected to be on the program committee uh, for KVMR, which is a very special place. If you're, if you're really interested in seeing changes occur uh, in programming, that's a really good place for community members and also for uh, broadcasters to um, have their voices heard. So after being on the program committee for quite a while, I got a phone call one day from Brian Buckley. And Brian Buckley uh, was a good friend of mine. He was a principal at a school where I taught for many years up on the San Juan Ridge Grizzly Hills School. And he and two friends, Norm Westmore and uh, Keith Porter, had this idea for some programming. They were involved in uh, a book called The Sages Among Us. 
and they tried to explain that to me. So I just, I pictured a lot of elderly women and men, you know, coming into KVMR and and uh, sharing their wisdom with uh, the KVMR listenership. Um, and I recognized a good idea right away. So I encouraged them to come to the program committee and do a little pitch for what they'd like to do. The program committee liked it enough to say, yeah, we'll give you a little trial. I can't remember how long the trial was for. And the rest is, uh, is really history. Uh, here we are eight years later, so uh, we must be doing something right. Absolutely, I was gonna say the same thing. Eight years later, we're still here today. Um, so speaking of that, you've seen a lot of programming over the years, it sounds like, to be involved with the KVMR side. What does SAGES mean to you and why have you kept participating in it? Well, you know, there's a question that always comes up in, in the SAGES interviews and it's about uh, mentors. They ask about watershed moments. You know, was there somebody in your life who uh, really was partly responsible for the type of community involvement that you're you're um, experiencing today? And it was actually those three guys, Norm Westmore and Keith and Brian, that they kept bringing back wonderful programming week after week after week. I was the only engineer for, I don't know, six months or a year or so. And it was story time for me every Wednesday from 6.30 to 7 p.m. That's what kept bringing me back to the Sages. And that's why I'm, well, I'm sort of still there today. You know, I haven't done any engineering for a long time, uh, but I understand that I maybe can get back in the studio in August. So I look forward to being part of that team again. Yeah, an integral part of our, our SAGES team. And what impact do you think SAGES have had on our community? Why are we promoting civically engaged residents in the first place? Well, you know, um, we've been doing this for eight years now and probably averaging about 48 interviews a year. So we've pushed, we've gone like probably over 400 interviews and we're not running out of SAGES. And, you know, what that demonstrates to me is there are a lot of people in this community who give so much back to the community. And uh, I don't see any end to that. I think, I think we've had a meeting, we've had a few meetings where we said, well, how are we doing? You know, do we want to continue doing this? Um, are there still going to be people out there that we, you know, it gets hard sometimes to find somebody to interview, but the great thing is that the Sages has, has added new hosts, like every year or so a new person will come in, and you, I believe you're the latest, well, no, Brian McInerney. So that's one thing that helps keep the Sages fresh. Um, you know, we've had uh, Mary Ross, we've had Joyce Miller, we had Mary Weaver, uh, Lori Burkhart Frank was brought on board. So um, I don't know, you know, maybe 50 years from now, you could still be able to tune into KVMR and hear the sages among us if we're still listening to radio at that time. Uh, do you have a favorite memory from the eight years you've been working on the sages among us? You know, I, I do. I've just 
I've heard the most wonderful stories. Uh, and Madeline Helling was the one who really blew me away. I, I was fortunate to be the engineer for that show. But really the most memorable one was when we interviewed our relatively new general manager, Allie. And when you start the show, you have to switch studios. So we have two studios at KVMR and we flip-flop studios. And I forgot to turn our studio on. So we interviewed Allie for about seven minutes and really there was just no broadcast at all. It was dead air for seven minutes. Um, she took that all in stride. Uh, I've actually gone back and listened to it before and it's a little disjointed because of the six, six minutes of dead air, but, that, <laughs> but, but I'm here, I'm still involved with Sages. I didn't get fired. So I guess it wasn't so terrible. Uh, Allie is great. Allie is great. That's, that's a funny memory to hear. Um, my last question for you, Ralph, before opening up the mic to anything we might have missed and you might want to add, is if you could, if you had a magic wand and you could make any change you'd like to see in our community, what would it be? Uh, I'd like to see... I mean, you said a magic wand, so that implies, you know, real magic, right? <laughs> and right now, I, I woke up this morning, and I looked out, and I didn't see a blue sky. I just saw smoke. And truthfully, now, I have a fear of fire like I, I haven't had before. We've had a lot of fires in our area. Uh, the pandemic looks like it's sort of ending and kind of the next one now is fire because there are fires just everywhere. And so I would like people to be more aware of what causes fire. Well, thank you, Ralph, for coming on the show with me today for this special edition eighth anniversary show of the Sages Among Us highlighting uh, just a few of our founding members for the Sages Among Us. We'll be right back very shortly with Keith Porter, another Sages founding member. Among Us on KVMR. I'm Taylor Wolf, your host for a special edition of The Sages Among Us for our eighth anniversary of the show. And we are now speaking with our final of three guests tonight, Keith Porter. Welcome, Keith. Thanks for letting me interview the interviewer and being on the show with me tonight. Oh, hi, Taylor. And thank you very much for, uh, as our newest host, I would say youngest host also, both, uh, of the Sages Among Us. It's great uh, that you've, you've joined the team and are, are working so hard to bring uh, wonderful shows, wonderful interviews, and it's a, it's a different experience now to be the interviewee. Uh, so uh, thank you very much for doing this for us. Yeah, and it's, it's an honor to uh, be given the opportunity as well. So I'm starting out these uh, mini interviews for our eighth anniversary show 
but just letting you tell us, our listeners, uh, a little bit about your background and about yourself. So, um, yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you've been involved in in our community. Well, I have sort of a special connection to the community because my parents were kind of back to the earth people. Uh, when I was eight years old, they bought the property where we now live. Um, and uh, we did move back to the earth, then moved away after four years. So I was here from age eight to 12 uh, on this property. And then we moved away and I went off to school and so forth. And then I had my life uh, as a corporate um, employee for a long time and did some consulting and so forth, but ended up moving back then permanently to the family property and rebuilding a house in 2004. So I've been a permanent resident back now for 17 years and settled into uh, a farm life here with uh, a pear orchard and things like that. And um, that that brought me to the uh, exposure with Gary Quayle, who was the founder of the Center for Nonprofit Leadership, and the guy who really said, what is it that makes people who are at our stage of life, kind of uh, retiring but still active, want to spend time and energy uh, trying to build community? What is it about that? And um, he was kind of the godfather of the process. And we finished the book and said, okay, what do we do now? Uh, would, would we like to take the, our experience to other towns and communities and tell them how to replicate it if they're interested? None of us wanted to travel and do that. So we said, what can we do right here locally and uh, expand the reach? And we said, hey, a radio show would be a great idea. So the, the three of us that were working on that with Gary, that's Norm Westmore and Brian Buckley and I. And Brian was good friends with Ralph Henson at KVMR. And so we leaned on Ralph and uh, we went to the program committee at KVMR and they said, oh, okay, well, maybe that's a good idea. Let's give it a try. And uh, so we started the show uh, eight years ago and it was such a hit that I think KVMR considers it one of their top public affairs uh, portions of their broadcasting. So it's been a fun ride. Yeah, absolutely. And you you mentioned Gary's name a couple times explaining that that Sage's evolution. And I believe because we weren't able to have him on the show tonight, you do have um, you know, some a quote, let's say, from him just about his experience with Sage's as well. Can you share that with us? Yes, I will. Gary says nine years have passed since 2012 when the Sage Leadership Project of the Grass Valley and Nevada City communities was undertaken. This extraordinary effort involved the identification and interviews of 50 senior SAGE leaders and 50 emerging leaders who had distinguished themselves by making significant civic contributions to the two communities. The subject of civic engagement goes back to the ancient Greeks and was later described by Alexis de Tocqueville as habits of the heart. Lengthy interviews were conducted by 20 members of the project leadership team and key government, business, nonprofit organizations, and individuals endorsed and supported the project as being highly beneficial to our communities. The project concluded with a seminar on intergenerational leadership and collaboration and a comprehensive book, The Sages Among Us, Harnessing the Power of Civic Engagement, published in 2012. The project followed by nine years of additional monthly SAGE interviews by Keith Porter, Brian Buckley, and originally Norm Westmore, and others now since on KVMR. That's, that's what Gary had to say about it. And we also weren't able to have Norm Westmore with us tonight, but I know you have a paragraph from him as well, so we can segue into that next. I do, yes. Norm says, I knew our community was a wonderfully diverse and healthy place in many respects, but working on the interviews and helping to compile the book, The Sages Among Us, Harnessing the Power of Civic Engagement, 
gave me a much deeper perspective into the people who make this place special and what they give of themselves to do it. After the book was published, some of us looked for a way to keep sharing the insights, and the Sages Among Us on KVMR grew out of that. I was pleased and honored to be one of the founding three hosts of the show and really appreciate that it's still going strong and introducing our audience to many more people who donate so much time and energy to making this a great place to live. And I couldn't agree more with Norm. Absolutely. And, you know, we, a lot through tonight's show, we're talking about this book that was foundational um, in the Sages Among Us. So our listeners out there maybe didn't know that, haven't heard of the book before with the Sages origin. Is there a place that people can go get that these days to read it? Absolutely. Yeah, there are still copies available through the Center for Nonprofit Leadership. And that's a cnlsierra.org is the website. Right. It's a it's a wonderful read, and it's so affirming about the diversity uh, and the the uh, the love that people really have for making this a great place to live, a better place to live. It's already a great place to live. <laughs> so you know, sages, we're talking about eight years just on QBMR alone, but living through sages and and seeing this arc of its history here in our community. What did it mean to you when it started versus maybe if that's changed over time and what it means to you today? Well, I would say it's just, I've just grown deeper um, in love, to be honestly, uh, with the community and the, the people here. I mean, we've got such a diversity, uh, but I, I've just become aware of the number of people who have significant talents and significant experience um, in other areas, in other in a variety of different disciplines, who choose to be here because together we make this something special. Um, and you know, I guess I I've always felt that, but not nearly as strongly as I have after eight years of of, of meeting so many new people through the process. Um, so it, it sprang from let's share our research project to um, let's just continue to celebrate uh, what a great place we have. And uh, do you have a favorite Sage's memory that really sticks out in your mind? Uh, uh, well, the years later, uh, the, the one show that was really unique, uh, we ended up doing an hour show because it was a special two special guests. It was two assemblymen, uh, California assemblymen, uh, Rich Gordon and Brian Dolly. Brian Dolly is now a state senator for our area. Rich Gordon is no longer in the uh, in, in the legislature. Uh, but they are very different viewpoints politically, a conservative and a liberal um, and, and quite conservative and quite liberal people who are very good friends. And it was so um, appealing to me. It was so heartening to me to have them talk about how they could work together. And it's, it was such a good example of what is so not being done right now, uh, certainly at a national level and probably in other legislatures, too. Uh, to, to try to work for the common good instead of working for ideologies. And, and that hour show, which was unique, we, we, all, all of our shows have been 30 minutes, except for that one, I think. Um, but it was, it was a remarkable uh, experience for me. Very, very heartening. Just because I know you are a sages expert and one of our engineers <laughs> of the show, I will ask you this too. Um, that sounds like a really interesting show. I might go back and look it up myself and listen to it. How can people access those old shows of Sages and find them? Uh, those shows are on the uh, archives, uh, uh, in, in podcasts, I should say, actually, uh, on the uh, KVMR website. 
So there are podcasts of most all of the shows we've done. I think we're missing a few for eight years, and that's available on on the KVMR website, kvmr.org, on the programs tab. Uh, scroll down to podcasts and then look for the sages among us and you can scroll back in time as far as you'd like to go. Uh, my final question for you, Keith, as we wrap up here, what would you change in our community if you had a magic wand? You know, uh, I, I guess I'll answer that by saying I would, what I would change if I absolutely had a magic wand would be our ability nationally to uh, listen and talk with each other in a civil way uh, and, and focusing on the common good instead of ideology. And I think we're pretty good about that in our community, certainly relative to our natural situation right now. So I guess what I would say is I would try to take what we've learned and you know how we've learned to get along in our community with people with very, very divergent uh, ideologies and political leanings and uh, all kinds of things about uh, the mind, reopening the mind, for example, and, and all kinds of things where we've learned to debate and talk with each other civilly and, uh, and just enhance that and spread it around the world in any way we possibly could. I didn't directly answer your question, but that's that's the best I can come up with with my magic wand. Well, thank you, Keith, and to our other two guests tonight. We talked with Brian Buckley and Ralph Henson. Uh, for all coming on the show and all of your work in making the Sages Among Us what it is today. For our listeners out there, uh, discover how you can make a difference by tuning into the Sages Among Us Wednesday evenings at 6.30. And thank you for joining us on this eighth anniversary special edition of the Sages Among Us. <laughs>